it's the biggest misconception that successful creatives uh, lay back on their talent, right? Like, oh, oh, you just you just must be more talented than everybody else. And while talent is a factor of one hundred percent, please do not think that we don't work our butts off at this, and we study all the time, and we are always trying to improve. And I mean, yeah, it is it is incredibly hard work to take the talent you have and make it and become excellent at doing it. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. Sound plays a more important role in human behavior and our decision-making than you may realize. In this podcast, I'll help you understand the art and science of sound so you can better influence others in business and your life. I'm your host, Jody Krangle. Let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with Kevin Elliott. I'm, I'm always curious as to how deeply a company understands its brand DNA in the area of sound, because very often they're very clear on their, on their visuals, but they're not so clear on their audio. Mm-hmm. And so it just, it interests me to see how a filmmaker would interpret that because to make that emotional impact along with the picture, you need the audio. So, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and let me give you an example of matching sound and matching audio to our brand as our brand interprets a project. Sure. We have a docu-series that we do called Craft. And every episode is a little feature, it's like seven to 10 minutes of an artist or artisan. And we just interview them, we talk to them. It is, and Courtney and I started this series because it's art for art's sake. Nobody's paying us to do it. It's just, we can we can just do whatever we want. And it's so fun. And I have lots of artist friends. And so I just went down my list of friends and said, hey, you're going to be in a video and you're going to be in a video. Okay, we did, we, one of our episodes was on a brewery, a microbrewery, brewing beer. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who opened this wonderful brewery right in the old downtown where we live. We did the thing and, and we interviewed the folks and we were cutting this thing and, and the building is visually gorgeous and all that. Well, I go home and I started my music process. And so I, st- I started first listening with beer music, I, you know, just, I don't know, oompa <laughs> bands. And I, I mean, I was just, you just start anywhere. What, what's yeah. the first thing that strikes your mind? Mm-hmm. And so what would I hear? And I, and of course I had lived in Germany uh, as a kid. I know what a beer hall sounds like. And so um, I went for, I was going for that. And also the owners of this company are very jovial. They're super fun people and i was looking for that vibe and it wasn't working it just wasn't jiving and so i don't know how i hit on it but i i was just listening through tracks and there was this super dramatic viola piece like a viola concerto and it starts off really strong it's like a you would not hear this in a brewery <laughs> ever mm-hmm. but when i heard it i went that's my opening track that is going to surprise the heck out of people and and just grab them. I called my wife in, who's also very musical. She's my literally my sounding board. I'm like, listen to this. Do you hear what I hear? <laughs> that's great. She walks yeah. in and goes, oh, my gosh, that's the that's the opener. And so that's a good example. But see, but it matched the kind of work we want to do. Grab their heart right away. Surprise them. Draw them in emotionally. Oompa Band would have done that, but not quite like that viola. It just, to me, it is just so striking when that starts. And so that's an example of 
splitting the difference between what you would expect to hear in a piece and bringing it toward what we all films the way we interpret that piece. I love that. Which builds our brand. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned in your FAQs also that you have a different way of shooting. That's a that's a like film, uh, a very distinct look to your film. I'm curious yeah. if you can explain that a little bit. Sure. And it took me a while to even understand it. How to explain it. <laughs> sure. Because, you know, sometimes art is it, it, it just comes out of a person. It just is. <laughs> it just is. And so but the teacher in me. I wanted to, like, I had to analyze it. I'm like, how, like, why does our stuff look different? Because everybody has access to the same equipment now, right? There's no, we have some nice gear, but everybody can buy nice gear. We have all the editing software. We have all the stuff everybody has. Um, but painters also have the same brushes and paint as everybody, but they can make distinctive, unique art. I watched, I, I thought about this a lot. And what it boils down to is two things. And this is all on Courtney. This is just her ability. And while I direct shoots and, and, you know, point her to things to see certain things, she is innately does these two things. One is that she is, a, oh, she's also a wedding videographer. So she's used, she's used to being in that setting. And I think it, it taught her to be a ghost. It taught her to disappear mm -hmm. on a set. She's very quiet. She's everything. I'm not, I'm always frenetic and my hands are always going. <laughs> she is very chill and she's really quiet and she just floats around a set and what that lets her do is catch moments and interactions of people which of course is our brand right those heartfelt human moments that others who are more conspicuous on a set will miss because people know she's there they'll be like oh oh look the cameras yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's talk like we're supposed to be natural that's of course looks terrible they don't know she's there. So she catches moments that others don't see. That's number one. The second thing is she's a natural born visual storyteller. She knows how to put them in sequence. So you, even if you had the sound off, which I don't recommend, but if you did, <laughs> you still know. Like that first Mumford and Sons concert video. I saw the story of him going to that concert, watching the concert. And that is a gift. That's not, not every, not every videographer can do that. You'll see a lot of video video that's very slick. It's beautiful. It's shot on the good cameras and all that stuff. Sure. But yeah. it doesn't make you feel anything. It just, I don't know how to explain it mm -hmm. um, any better than that. But those two things, that's what makes our style different than anything I've frankly seen. And I think it's what attracts our kind of client. Because we have a kind of client, like every business. We have a very, uh, it's, it's almost predictable at this point. It's unusual to see that. but That's great. But I think they respond to that. They respond to that, that. They want that. Do you have any um, particular success stories of how someone realized that she'd been a ghost and that they got this really excellent film and it was all put together and they were blown out of the out of the water and just sort of really happy? <laughs> so I'd love to hear. Yes, yes but fortunately that happens. I hope it happens a lot. Often. Yeah, if we're, right. If we're tooting our <laughs> horn, it, it, it does. It's and I think it's why I'm going back to people want to be surprised. Mm -hmm. They want to see themselves through your artistic eyes. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of companies forget that too. Is that they're very busy selling themselves, but that's the, it, people want to see them. They want to see them, and they want you to elevate them. That's why our first promise: you and your organization are going to be look their best. You're going to look better than you thought you looked, and sound better than you thought you sounded. I get that all the time. Case study. 
we're doing some work for McDonald's. We're doing a, uh, and we have a McDonald's owner operator who is really special and she's an unusual kind of McDonald's owner. She owns a whole bunch of McDonald's and has, and their family has since 1962. Wow. Forever. But she understands the value of this kind of thing. So she hired us and you wouldn't think we'd do McDonald's work, right? But when you see it, it looks like we wall films McDonald's work. It's, it's okay. really neat, but that's what she wanted. She said, come in and do this. So we, we shot. Just in a McDonald's and Courtney floated around the kitchen like she does. And the people are just doing their thing. And we got done. We cut her a little teaser of what her McDonald's looked like and her interacting in it. She left a Facebook review and I'll never forget it. She said, you made our everyday work look like magic, (laughs) right? Like working in a McDonald's all of a sudden looked beautiful and dramatic and meaningful. And that that's what we're going for, that the most mundane thing can be elevated and look beautiful and sound beautiful mm-hmm. because it had a music track to it. And, it had, and, and even putting in that sound over them. I mean, there's all of that little audio stuff in the background that people don't notice. They shouldn't notice. Yeah. Affects yeah. Them. There's a sound design to it 100%. as well. Right. Yeah. I know that we're all dealing with a lot of stuff these days, so I particularly wanted to acknowledge those that have taken the time to leave honest reviews of this podcast. Like Edward F2, who says, Jody does a wonderful job diving into the details of audio branding strategy with her guests. She finds a way to uncover great insights through light, entertaining conversation that will keep you listening straight through to the end. I'm really glad you enjoyed it, Edward. I hope you'll keep listening. And now, back to the show. Um, out of curiosity, beyond the whole adding music, which is definitely a huge part of this, mm. what do you do with the sound design? I mean, obviously it depends on the production, but yeah. what are what kind of things do you usually find yourselves adding? So, I, and I, your listeners will probably know what nat sound means, but natural sound. Um, if you're, you know, if you're doing, so for instance, if you're shooting a video outside by a road, or, or I, I live in an Air Force town, right? So we, mm-hmm. every, we have Air Force Base here. If I'm showing you a video of an F-22 taking off, you had better hear some kind of roaring jet sound in the background. Right? <laughs> yeah. You have to. If yeah. you don't, you're not, you're, you're not really telling that story. So, for instance, um, if we're shooting, anytime we're shooting outside, Courtney, will, we will add in gnat sound. Now, it, it's not always the gnat sound we hear on the on the location, by the way. Yeah, so I was going to say. Behind the scenes, right? Yeah, because so. like Foley is huge, right? I mean, it's yeah. needed because the, when you're recording something in a natural environment, it doesn't always sound yeah. like people on listening to a film would expect Correct. it to sound. Right. right. <laughs> so, so we, uh, I think Epidemic Courtney does most of this. I think she, we, I know we use Epidemic for this too. But yeah, she can find if, if for instance, we're showing the outside of a brewery. Let's use our brewery example. Mm-hmm. Um, people in their mind, whether they know it or not, expect to hear a car honk its horn, expect to hear, I don't know, a family chittering back in the background. And so we add those things in, even if they didn't happen, the moment we were shooting, we make it happen. And we, that way it completes the experience for those people in their, in other words, there's no cognitive dissonance. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what it's supposed to sound like outside of brewery. Their brain just tells them that. Sure. If you don't design the audio around that, you're going to distract your audience. And then they're going to notice that's when they're going to be like, wait, a, they're going to see the seams of it, right? They're going to be like, what? What? that didn't sound right. Like that was off. You never, ever want them to 
you want to surprise them, but only in good ways. Not like, oh, wait, that didn't like that. They didn't. That looked that sounded weird to me. Or yeah, something. that's not what you want. No, <laughs> no, no. But it had it takes careful design to make it sound like you caught it in the moment. Yeah, it, that's a t- that's a difficult thing to do. Have you ever made sounds that you thought should be there? <laughs> like rather than getting it on Epidemic Sound? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm trying to think if I've ever done that. I don't think so. We do Now, we do a lot of recording. If, for instance, we're shooting outside, mm-hmm. we will just stand on the roadside and just record cars making car noises and that kind of thing. But I don't think I've ever manufactured, like myself, <laughs> yeah. manufactured uh, audio. I've done voiceover stuff, but that's, that's about it. Now, we mostly... And and frankly, I like being able to buy it because I can get exactly what I want. That's very true. Yeah. And make it sound just the way I want it to sound. So, yeah. Well, it's fantastic that there are directories now that can just give it to you. <laughs> How it's awesome is that? <laughs> it's so good. It's so neat. Yeah. If, if you're getting into filmmaking or in, in any kind of audio design, really get out there. It, it is amazing what's available to you and affordably, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really amazed at the... Uh, amount of stuff that is out there now for people to produce media. Yeah. Uh, but but there's always this extra little magic, I guess, that happens mm-hmm. when you really know what you're doing. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. Well, it's, it's the biggest misconception that successful creatives uh, lay back on their talent, right? Like, oh, oh you, just, you just must be more talented than everybody else. And while talent is a factor of 100 percent um please do not think that we don't work our butts off at this and we study all the time and we are always trying to improve and i mean yeah it is it is incredibly hard work to take the talent you have and make it and become excellent at doing it um i think i heard this best malcolm gladwell the famous writer um, wrote outliers and tipping point and those kinds of things he said, in life, there are entrance requirements for certain things, and then there are excellence requirements. So if I'm going to play center for the Los Angeles Lakers, I probably need to be seven feet tall. It's just an entrance requirement. You're not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But to but th- just because you're seven feet tall doesn't mean you're going to be the center for the L.A. Lakers. That takes excellence requirements. You have to then be super hardworking and all those things. So that's how I try to explain it to people. We are talented. We're, we're grateful that we have these talents, but we work like animals sometimes to get these things right. Totally. And and it is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. speaking of that, <laughs> what are you working on now <laughs> that you can talk about? <laughs> sure. We have, we have, okay. So we have two super fun, really, we think really innovative project. Well, one's mm-hmm. super innovative. I mentioned the McDonald's. Yep. I was, uh, and this owner is so forward thinking and so interesting ideas. She was talking to me about her 2021 marketing and she wants to use video. She wants to use what we do and use us to help her tell the story of 2021 is what she was saying. I want to tell the story, which is music to my ears. Let's hope it's so better said, than 2020. Exactly. <laughs> that's part of the reason she wants to do. Video. Yeah. And so she says, okay, what do you have going on? What, what, what? And she said, well, we have this one location that was built in 1977 and it's, and the city has grown around it. Now it's hard to get in and out. of. So we're moving it to a better location, building a new McDonald's. And I went, that, I said, and then she said, oh yeah. So I said, how long does it take to build a McDonald's? And she goes, 90 days. <laughs> I said, what are you kidding me? They, they gave go from a dirt lot to a f- open to McDonald's in 90 days. And I went, 
there's your story. I think people would be fascinated by that. Like, how do you, and she was telling me, oh yeah, we get to pick the decor and we do this with all the equipment and it's going to, I went, that sounds amazing to me. Why don't we do a little web series like an HGTV show called making a McDonald's and let's, <laughs> and let's show people how you do this. And it will, it will connect them to this global brand in a very personal way. We think. Mm -hmm. So we, we started filming for that last week, making a McDonald's. It's going to be so fun. You've never seen a McDonald's do anything like this before. So it's that one. We're super duper excited. And we're going to do an episode every week for 90 days. <laughs> yeah. So people can follow along uh, with the, the groundbreaking is tomorrow. As a matter of fact, we're going to film the groundbreaking tomorrow. Another one that's really close to our heart is that uh, we are working with. So we wall where we wall films is a little tiny, tiny, tiny little town in North Florida called we wall it's where my business partner, Courtney, is from, was where she still lives. I live like 15 minutes away. Mm -hmm. We love WeWall. Named our company after it. It's in a little county called Gulf County, Florida, which yeah, most people don't know. They know Tampa and Orlando and all. We're in the other Florida, up in North Florida. So we were we have been hired by the Gulf County Tourist Development Council to, to shoot video, a campaign, in the fall to bring people to this really special part of Florida that most people don't even know exists. We're really excited about that project for two reasons. One, it's our home county. I mean, it's, it's right where we live and the places we love. And two, they hired us because they went, we know, we, we love Gulf County. We know you love Gulf County. And we want you to go full throttle with your look and feel about this place you love. And so we're so excited about that. Not everybody gets to say, hey, you get to put together a tourist development campaign for your hometown, basically. I love it. Yeah. So that's we're fantastic. We are thrilled with that. And we're going to start shooting that in a, in a few weeks. Wow. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how and hearing actually how all of these turn out because yeah. they, they sound like they'll be really fun, fascinating projects. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And yeah, and audio is <laughs> a big part because music is going to be a big part. And uh, especially the Gulf County one, um, because Gulf County is a very outdoorsy county, it's a lot of mm -hmm. natural things to do. It's going to have a, a really rich, um, outdoor natural uh, sounds to it. So yeah, I think the audio is going to be great on it. Fantastic. Are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com slash audio-branding-strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website, and I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up, though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests, and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that, too. Now, back to the podcast. So I have one more question that I just want to ask you. Um, I wanted to see if you have like one tip that you would give people producing media in how to use their sound effectively. Sure. Is 
and this is specifically with music, but also voiceover. I mean, I vo- and we haven't talked a lot about hiring voice actors, but it it is just the same thing. I mean, I, I, we are <laughs> well, you hi, to, right? <laughs> you have to find the right voice, right? Because that's sure. the, that, it, there's a reason why Ken Burns has used Peter Coyote to do basically everything he's ever done, right? Because oh, yeah. that's the that's the voice of a Ken Burns film. It's super yeah. important. That's his brand. That's his audio brand. Absolutely. Yep. And it's just as, imp- and Ken Burns will tell you, it is just as important that Peter Coyote's voice be there as it is with, with his visuals, with his, you know, his Ken Burns effect on photos and stuff. Sure. Um, it's why he keeps going to them over and over again. It's why um, John Williams has basically composed ev- all the great movie anthems you've ever heard if you grew up in the 70s and 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and Star Wars and all the, th- all the, th- Harry Potter, all the stuff he's done. Okay. So, we, when you're choosing music or a voice actor, I try my best to not start with what I think I'm supposed to hear. I mentioned that with the brewery. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, and I did, and I made a mistake. I went, oh, I should, I'm thinking beer hall music, right? That was what a mistake. <laughs> that was such a mistake. Um, we, we have another episode of that series craft where we did a, a comic book illustrator, this guy named Jason Kretzer, great comic book illustrator has done all these stuff for Marvel and others. And his same thing. I was like, oh, we need comic book music. But no, it didn't work out that way. We ended up using a j- jazz tracks because for whatever reason, Jason just felt like a jazz song. So let your don't go in there thinking, oh, I need to I need to find these things. Browse. Start by just browsing everything you can listen to. Take like an hour and just listen to the most random tracks or voices if you're choosing voices that you can find. And if if it, one grabs you. Even if it's something you did not expect, especially if it's something you didn't expect, put it in a folder and keep it there because chances are that's going to be your, that's going to be the best one. And I, and I, frankly, that is a big mistake I hear people do with audio. I have to say is I listen to their music. If I turn the sound off, if it's a corporate video, I can almost tell you what that music is going to sound like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause there's only like five tracks in the world that these people use, right? For corporate, corporate videos. What a mistake. Like what? Because it's going to sound like everybody else. If you're talking about audio branding, um, what a huge mistake! You know, yeah, I I just did a a corporate video for a pneumatic elevator company, and yeah. the tracks that they were using were this really like, it was like a really sort of uh, jazzy kind of like uh, you know just kind of like a swing kind of jazz oh, cool. music. Like it was kind of like plucky, I guess. I don't know yeah. how you'd like. Yep. Yeah. And I thought it worked really well. I was really impressed with how they decided to do something a little bit different. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't always if it's a travel video. Oh, yeah. I need to have this. This is what travel videos sound like. Well, so who says there's no nothing says you have to do that. Um, choose. The, and the second thing I would tell people. And, th- and by the way, this is particular to our brand because we we make it very clear up front with clients. Like, look, we are a heart brand. We're going for the heart. Mm-hmm. And so we trust our hearts when we're, when we are producing for you, if something grabs our heart, that's what we're going to advocate for. Um, but look for the things that, gra- um, Courtney and I, we, the way we say it is what gives you chills. If, <laughs> that's if a good I, saying. if I watch something and it gives, gives me chills, like, Oh man, re- you're responding to that for a reason, which means other people re- will respond to that for the same reason we've built the brand on it. We've built our, and, and by the way, audio is just as important as video to building our brand that way. We make it clear. We make the videos that we want to watch. 
the things that move us and give us chills when we see them in others, that's what we want to give to you. And it's been working so far, thank goodness. <laughs> so how can people get in touch with you if they'd like to have a movie done of their own? My email, I'm Kevin Elliott. My email is Kevin, K-E-V-I-N, at wewallfilms.com, W-E-W-A films.com. If you go to wewallfilms.com, my contact information is all over it there. Mm -hmm. And uh, our social media, all of our social media handles are wewallfilms. So if you're an Instagram or Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever, it's all wewallfilms. You'll find us. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking with me today, Kevin. This has been really enlightening and a wonderful time. <laughs> well, thank you, Jody. I told you when we first started talking about this, I love this brand that you have. And I love the idea of this focusing on audio because <laughs> it's such an important part that I think you're right. It takes a backseat sometimes to visuals. So I, this has been completely a blast to nerd out on audio. So thank you for the invite. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available in all the usual locations. Until next time, 